It's your weekly blitz with Chris, keeping you in the game. Hey, good morning, everyone. This is Chris Cotton from AutoFix Auto Shop Coaching with your weekly blitz. Hey, thanks for tuning in. It's wonderful having you guys today. Uh, before we get started, though, how are you doing? Any questions and or show topic ideas, then feel free to reach out to me at chris at autofixsos.com. You know, I'd love to hear from you. Having said all that, it's a beautiful day in the auto repair customer service industry. Let's get started. So I feel I feel like this is a, another known thing like sales tax, right? You got to pay your sales tax. But what I want to talk about today is repair orders as legal documents with one of the shops and uh, he's going to know who he is because whenever he hears this, he's like, oh, that's my situation, but that's fine. We can learn from others, right? That's why we have our groups. When, when you do a repair order, everything that's on that repair order, anybody that signs off on that repair order can be used against you in court. If something happens to somebody's car, like the wheel falls off and it hits a, it's another car down there, the pe- people whose cars it is, the customer can bring in you, the technician that didn't tighten the lug nuts, the insurance company, everybody's involved. But what we need to do is, is we need to make sure that every time we do a ticket, we have to look at it from the aspect of, okay, I may need to take this into court. And if I have to take this into court, is it a great document to show? Is it complete and accurate? And did we do our due diligence on everything? You don't ever want to go to court and be 100% in the right and have somebody bust you or or turn you down because, because our documentation was off. I'm going to outline this one specific incident, and there's like 20 different areas that we, sh- we could have done better in, right? So, customer comes in, having a vehicle issue, the technicians pull it in, you can hear the technician on the camera because all this is recorded. It's a great shop, cameras everywhere, and you can hear audio. Technician goes, hey, looks like somebody's replaced the water pump. Then the technician pulls the dipstick and the dipstick's got, uh, it's low on oil, but it's also got, it's like a milky texture. So we know we have coolant in the oil. So one of the things we do is we filled up the coolant reservoir with like three, you know, three, four quarts, whatever, a gallon of antifreeze, and then continued. One thing I'll say is the technician took a picture of the dipstick with a substance on it with a cell phone. Why he didn't use the tablet, I have no idea. Okay. It's pretty apparent that there was an issue with the vehicle. Uh, the eventual diagnosis was that the engine needed to be replaced. So we pull it out, contact the customer, customer's throwing a fit, um, that can't be right, blah, 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 you screwed up, I'm mad, I'm pissed off, whatever. So he takes it to Ford for a second opinion as a Ford Transit van, and guess what? They threw us under the bus saying, oh, yeah, there's coolant in the oil, but there's nothing wrong with the engine, and we don't know why the coolant's in the oil. They just added it to the oil to sell you another engine. Now, we haven't seen any documentation on this or anything else, and I will say that we have received a letter from the attorney um, which is is just a incre- it's just a ridiculous instance all around. But here's here's the rub: the customer's information is wrong. There's no address. There's no email address. The pictures we did take. Well, first of all, we should be taking eight to ten pictures of every car that comes in, both good and bad. 
the picture we did take was on the technician's cell phone and not on the tablet, so it didn't get on the inspection. We did diagnosis on it, but the customer never signed anything while they were there at all. Now, this is Colorado, and they don't require you to sign the invoices before it goes out. I will tell you that no matter what state you're in, you need to pretend like you're in Florida. Florida, the customer has to sign the original estimate, the original complaint, everything, and they're supposed to sign all across the way. Now, with e-signatures and everything, signatures shouldn't be a problem. And if the customer won't sign it, then we shouldn't be doing the work. Okay? Wrong customer information. The customer's inspection was crap. No documentation through pictures or anything else. And the whole thing was just fumbled, right? So this is a all of our issues in shops typically are communication issues, but this is a this is a communication through process and procedure issue. So we didn't get the customer's information correctly up front, didn't do a real good job of the diagnosis. I don't know, you know, in your shop, what do you do? If if you find that there's coolant in the oil, what's your next step? Do you stop and inform the customer there? Um, do you continue? What do you do? The good thing about all of this, and one of the complaints the the guy said was, well, you could have went out at any step and just poured this in or done something with the with the engine or anything. So we've got cameras while it's in the parking lot, nothing done there. We've got the whole time it was in the shop. And so they know that we didn't put any antifreeze directly in the oil and things like that. So we have a video trail, but no paper trail, no legal documentation. So what's the fix for that? So the first, the first fix is make sure you're following your processes and procedures and you're, you're documenting in all the steps. We should have gotten all the customer's information on the, on the work order up front. We should have put whatever the diagnostics was up front with a description of the customer's complaint and it should have whatever our charges are for diagnostics on there and the customer should have signed it. We should have, this is a legal document, guys. If you go to court and you don't have everything crossed and dotted, you're never going to win. And I hope you never have to go to court. I've had to go a couple times and luckily won. But you don't want this to be an issue, right? So the customer's got the signed information. It goes out to the technician. If I see a technician taking pictures with their phone and not on the tablet, then I'm we're going to have a talk. Everything has to be documented. Everything has to be on that ticket. And then the follow-up. To give you a little bit more background, the customer came in. It's been just a ridiculous circumstance. The customer came in. The owner wanted to show him the video of them out working on it. He didn't want to have time for that. He also showed up late to that meeting and whatever else. And he basically used terminology in the meeting that was like legal terms. So I think part of this is a scam, like they do it to other places or that this was the fact all along, or he went to an attorney and said, hey, what should I say, et cetera. He didn't want to see anything that we did. And then we get a, an email from an, an attorney. It wasn't, it was like a form email. It wasn't sent directly to the shop. So I think what's going to happen is because we have the video and everything else and our attorney sends it back to them, we're going to be fine. But you never know who's out there, guys. And you never know what's going to happen. So you have to make sure that you're protected at all steps in your business. And honestly, it's just pure laziness. If you're not doing that on the tickets, if your technician sends you an inspection with no pictures on it, send it back. Make him pull it in. You guys have to hold these people accountable. I know it's hard to find technicians, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. 
if a technician's putting you at risk and putting your business at risk, then we don't need them. Everybody needs to be following policies and procedures. Again, the big thing I want you to remember is treat it like it's a legal document and look at every one of them when you're doing repair order audits, like you have to go to court and defend yourself. And that's what you need to tell your front office staff. Can we go to court and defend ourselves over this? And everybody else in the back needs to make sure they understand that as well. That these are legal documents. If you as a technician sign off on a vehicle and the wheel falls off or the oil falls out and we have to go to court, guess who's going to be standing beside me? You are because it has your name on it. If we go in and do the check down box and you did it. And honestly, it's it falls on us, but also falls on you for not doing your job and not following up. So everybody out there, treat yourself like you're in Florida. Put the right documentation on there. Make sure it gets signed pictures, everything else. If you want to talk to me more about it, feel free to call me, shoot me an email, let me know. I've been worked up about this for like a week or so because it's something constantly that we get away from that we should be doing all the time. All right. So, hey guys, our time here has come to an end, my friends, but don't worry because I'll be back with another episode of the Weekly Blitz next week. If you enjoyed this episode and you know someone in the industry that would be open to listening and interested in learning more, then go ahead and feel free to share it with them. Until next time, this is Chris Cotton from Autofix Auto Shop Coaching. Have a great day, everybody.